L.O.P. in the building My life been a movie, I should've filmed it Nicely with the pen game, pops taught me to spit game Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame Product, opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it I be kicking back, you could Google it From the block to the booth, he the truth, just another lane lock I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block Whoa. You are now listening to the Life of Product Podcast. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You are now locked into the Life of Product Podcast. Happy 2023 to everybody. I apologize, man. You know, I haven't, I haven't dropped the podcast um since December 30th of last year. You know what I'm saying? I had to take a little break, man. The kid has some things going on. Good things, actually. Um, I hope everyone has stepped into the new year happy. I hope everyone stepped into the new year healthy, and I hope y'all stepped into the new year focused. Um, shouts out to Anchor for the distribution, for the sponsorship. Shouts out to the listeners, to the streamers. Shouts out to the subscribers on YouTube, man. A lot of y'all been hitting me up like, what's going on? I'm getting the emails. I'm getting the DMs on IG. What's going on? A lot of y'all thought that I quit. Nah, I'm, there's no way. There's no way I am not quitting on y'all. I'm not leaving y'all. Had to just get a couple things in order. Um, Things been looking up for the kid. Listen, man, today's episode is titled, are we 2023 in? How's your 2023 starting so far? 2023 is looking like 2022's little brother. And now I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean that respectfully because I don't want the universe to come at me and be like, oh, word, you popping off, popping off with the mouth, son, was good. I, I mean that respectfully. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of, I've been seeing a lot of things happen in 2023 and it's kind of like, kind of, kind of scaring me a little bit, man. Um, You know, some of us have lost people that we care about. So far, you, you know what I mean? In, in 2023 and, you know, blessings to them, blessings to their families. Um, I kind of wanted to start this show on more of a positive note. Um, I'm going to go as positive as I can, but I lost a really good friend of mine. Um, I, I told y'all, a lot of y'all know my story. Um, when I was in high school, I moved to North Carolina. When I moved to North Carolina, I moved to a city like like an hour from Charlotte and I, and I met a good amount of people, you know. I didn't hang out with that many people, but I met a good amount of people that I actually consider friends. Uh, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, uh, Richard Parker, a.k.a. Big Cat. Rest in peace to Richard Parker, a.k.a. Big Cat. That dude was full of life. He's one of the nicest people I ever met. You ever met somebody that just looked at the positive and everything? I I swear, I never saw this dude mad. I never saw this dude mad. Um, me and Big Cat, we're about six months apart. And, and the sad thing is he just had a birthday December 24th. He, I, I ain't yo, Big Cat. I know you smiling in heaven, brother. I ain't know you was a... A Christmas Eve baby. <laughs> you was a big Christmas Eve baby because you was up there and wait, brother. But that's why we called you Big Cat and I love you, dog. Like it's it was um his funeral was last Sunday. And what was dope about it. So Big Cat, I remember when I went to high school with them, I finished high school that actually made the football team, but um I didn't play. I kind of quit before right before like you know the first game started or whatever, like a week or two before that. And he he was a very big person in the community. He's a pillar in the community. He played football for that high school and he also coached for that high school and he played sports just in that city alone. And uh, there was some really, really good things I learned about him in his death. I, 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 I already knew he was loved by everybody, but I didn't know how much love he had from everybody. You know what I mean? He was one of those people where nobody could say anything about, it, about him. Shouts out to his moms, rest in peace, his pops. They really did a great job raising this man um there was there was something in the obituary and it really caught my eye so me and one of my homeboys um shouts out to jay who's really like family to me i've known i've known jay since the 90s brother ish what up 
um, we got to sit together. Um, you know, they they had his funeral at the high school because my homeboy Ish had moved down here from up north too, and we you know we went to high school together. That's how I met him. So they had um Big Cat's funeral at the high school that we all went to um or whatnot whatnot. And I thought I thought that was wonderful from the high school from the city for, by by them doing that. That says a lot. You know, you know what I mean? There were there was a mixture of people there were there were black people there, there were white people there, there were Asian people there, there were Hispanic people there. None of us were black, none of us were white, none of us were Asian, none of us were Hispanic. We were just people who cared about this man and we had to pay our last respect. And I appreciate seeing everybody come together. Every this people I haven't seen in years. There were there were people there, I'm pretty sure didn't like each other, but they still came together and respect and put their differences aside. For this man, there was something that really, really caught my eye um, in the obituary. There was a, um, a section in the obituary, and this is a true story. This is a true story. There was a section in the obituary that spoke about how, you know, his <clears throat> he loved football. His parents loved football. He he took his parents up north. Took, he took them to New York. They got this sightseeing in Manhattan, and he drove them across the water to Jersey because they wanted to watch a Giants versus Nets game. He took them to the stadium. Giants versus Mets. I'm sorry, Giants versus Jets game. <laughs> he took them to a Giants versus Jets game, took them to the stadium and everything like that. What a lot of people don't know, and only his mom knows the story, what a lot of people don't know about this story is I actually got to see Big Cat while he was up there during that trip. So at that time... That's when I had moved from Brooklyn to Queens. Big Cat called me, you know, because we we would speak every now and then. Big Cat called me, right? And it, it was a rainy, rainy Sunday morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And hey, Big Cat called. He's like, yo, what up, dog? You know, I was like, yo, what up, man? What's good with you? And he was like, yo, I'm in New York. He's like, I, I, I hate to hit you up last minute. He said, but I need a favor. I said, yo, anything you need, I got you. I said, what do you need? I said, it don't matter. I said, I'll drop everything I'm doing. Anything you need, I got you. Big Cat was my guy. So <clears throat> Big Cat called me. He said, yo, my pops was born in Brooklyn. He said, but when his pops was a baby, soon as he left the hospital, his parents, his parents took him to North Carolina. His grandparents relocated to North Carolina. And he said, my pops wants to see the hospital he was born in. I said, yo, I got you. I said, I'm about, uh, I'm right, I said, I'm right outside of Brooklyn. I'm, I'm just a short drive. I'm in Queens now. I said, what hospital was your pops born in? Th- this is where it gets crazy. Like, th- I, I mean, this is how the universe works. Gone the universe works in a, a very, very strategic way. He said, my pops was born in St. Mary's. I said, fam, stop playing. I said, St. Mary's Hospital is right across the street that from where my mom's and all her siblings grew up, where my grandmother and my grandfather lived. I've had doctor's appointments in St. Mary's growing up. I, so I told him, I said, St. Mary's Hospital is not there no more, but I want to show you what's there. I think there's like another building there now. He said, yo, say less. I said, yo. I'll be ready at this time. I said, where are you at? He was like, oh, I'm in, he was in Manhattan. Um, I think they were staying in the hotel in Manhattan. I said, yo, I'm going to drive into Manhattan. And I said, then y'all going to follow me back to Brooklyn and I'm going to show y'all how to get there. I'm going to show you. So at um, um, it was me, my oldest son. And at the time, my, my ex, she had a son or whatever. Um, So, you know, he was kind of like my stepson at the time. Get them ready. Get them showered. Get them dressed. I said, yo, we about to take a little trip. You know what I'm saying? Go see more peoples, right? So we drive out there. I meet them. We I, I actually wanted them to actually see different parts of Brooklyn. So I took the uh, Manhattan Bridge. We cut through downtown Brooklyn. I take them down. Uh, we bust a left on was this DeKalb Road, whatever, real quick. No, no. 
We bust a left on like Fulton, I believe it was, or whatever. Cut through, take him down Atlantic Avenue. I wanted to take him past, like, you know, all of that stuff. I think the Barclays uh, Center was up at that time. We, we passed all of that. We passed everything. Um, and I take him over to St. Mary's. And it was, it was to be a part of that, like, I felt special to be a part of that because um, I had to see his parents. I actually met his parents quite a few times. I used to be in a crib kicking in with their son. His parents are well were very nice people. His mother's still alive, thank God. His father passed away. Very, very, very nice people, very down-to-earth people. These They would make you feel welcome when you were in their home. Make you feel welcome in their home. Um, So to see his dad get out the car, Pops got out the car, shattered a couple tears because this is where this man was born at. And I am, you know, he they were grateful. Big Cat was grateful, but I was grateful myself to be included in that experience. Because, you know, you know imagine you being a baby and as soon as you leave the hospital, the city you were born in, you never see it again. You 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 don't you don't really know your family from there. You don't really know anything about it. So the city that you were taken to, that's your home. You know what I'm saying? But being as though that his father was born in Brooklyn, he had roots in Brooklyn. So thank you to Big Cat. Thank you to his mother. Thank you to his family for including me in that and allowing me to be a part of that. It was a very emotional um funeral. Very got I'm not gonna lie, I started shedding tears, dog. And I, I'm not a I'm not a crier. I I I, like I told y'all before, when I was younger, I didn't like crying growing up. And I started, you know, opening up as I got older. I don't like crying in public, but I couldn't hold it in. I couldn't hold it in, man. I, that was my friend, man. He he didn't deserve to leave this earth that early in life. He was only 39 years old. Uh, his daughter was there. And I, this was actually my first time meeting his daughter. Mind you, I've seen pictures and pictures and pictures of his daughter on social media who looks just like him. She's basically him in girl version. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, as we were walking out, his daughter and what what was dope was the high school honored his daughter with his old jersey. They 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 framed it. They put it in a, a really nice glass case. They gave it to her. Um, I I think they did a wonderful job by doing that. You know, she's gonna. You know, I I besides seeing her upset and crying, I see her smile a lot. I saw her smile a lot at that funeral. And when you see a person smile a lot at a funeral, that means there's something in them. Something is some something in them is is brightening up their spirit and their soul as they're mourning. To see her smile, she looked just like this man as she was smiling. Mind you, this was my first time meeting his daughter. I'm walking out the door and his daughter's holding his jersey. And I walked up to his daughter and I held her hands and I said, always remember something. Your pops was the goat. And she put the biggest smile on her face I've ever seen on a kid. Gee, it's the boy Product Life of Product Podcast. I will be right back with the second half of the show. Shouts out to Anchor for the distribution, for the sponsorship. Don't go nowhere. Talk to your boy, Gia. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy, Product. We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast. This is episode 87, man. Episode 87 is titled, Are We 2023? And um, first half of the show, I, I spoke about my good friend, Big Cat, who passed away. Rest in peace to Richard Parker, a.k.a. Big Cat. You was the GOAT, my guy. You was the GOAT, and oh, oh, I really want his family to hear this, and I want them to understand that he was special. In more ways than one, he was special to everybody. Everybody. Yeah, episode 87. Um, Always 2023, and man, like, I don't know about you guys, right? But I pretty much walked into 2023 with an eight-month trajectory. In eight months, I'm giving myself till August, and I have a whole slew of objectives. I have a whole slew of goals that I want to achieve, and I'm or- I've already started doing them. It ain't easy. It's not easy, but no, no world, no road travel 
that was worth it was easy. Like if, if, if it's easy, it really ain't going to last. You know what I'm saying? Or you might just be overly blessed, which a lot of people are. A lot of us are overly blessed. We might not see it sometimes, but we are. But no road is easy, especially if it's worth it. So I put myself on an eight-month trajectory. There's a lot of things I want to achieve within between last month and, and August. Um, A lot of y'all have asked, am I still doing music? Some of y'all thought I stopped. Nah, listen, fam, and I told y'all, I write every day. I produce very often. You just haven't heard it yet. I'm actually dropping a song on the 24th this month, which is my sister's birthday. Shouts out, sis. What up? I love you. Um, I'm dropping a song called Wintertime, which was produced by a friend of mine named Marcus Williams. He's actually on tour right now. Um, the, the funny thing about this song, I wrote it and produced the original version about three years ago. You know what I'm saying? And I actually recorded it while I was still living in Jersey right before I had moved down south. And I recorded right in my crib. I had a little, uh, I had a small studio set up in the crib, which was actually, the quality was amazing. Um, I wasn't feeling the beat. I, so I took this, the piano sample, which was a royalty-free sample, and I, and I hit him up. I said, yo, I got this joint called Wintertime. I think you would body this beat. I said, I'm going to send you the vocals. I want you to reproduce around it. I sent him the vocals, and I sent him the piano sample, and he just freaked it. So I'm like, he just took it. He sent it back within a day. It was mixed down. It was mastered. It was arranged. And I was like, yo. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was really blown away what he did, <laughs> what he did with that song, with the vocals, with the piano sample. It was so. I I decided it was time to share it with the with the world. I've been sitting on this song for almost three years now, for about two and a half, almost three years now. Time to put it out. It's time to put it out. Y'all need to hear it. I'm tired of listening to it every day. I want y'all to hear it now. I want y'all to let me know it's popping. So that's one of the <laughs> that's one of the goals um, and things I put out. And my objectives for 2023. Um, I'm actually dropping a whole project in a few months. I just gotta tweak a few things. Um, the the crazy thing is on the music side, like the universe and God in the universe is revealing a lot of different stuff to me. Shouts out to the homie Stand the Man. Um, if y'all don't know who Stand the Man is, you wildin'. Stand Stand the Man did a lot of production for K Slay before he rest before he passed away. Rest in peace to K Slay. He did a lot for K Slay. Um, he Stand the Man had produced the joint with Papoose and Trick Trick off that one Casely album. He produced like six joints for um for what was son name that had an album called Middle Finger Source Money had an album called Middle Finger You. Um, he was ghostwriting for Diddy. Stand the Man produced six joints off his album. Stand Stand the Man, cool dude. I, I'm um I got acquainted with Stand the Man when I had my magazine. Shouts out to my cousin. Um, we had Talent Only Magazine. We interviewed Stand the Man for that. Stand the Man. Stan the Man actually produced one of my joints on the Bruce Wayne Part 2 mixtape, BWP2. I think he produced a joint called uh, BKS. Yeah, BKSO. Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy joint. So um, Stan actually got in contact with me um, uh, about a month ago or whatever. We would speak here and there, but he hit me up and he started sending me some joints. And he was like, I want to work with you. And yo, that's a blessing. I feel like, I feel like God told Stan to hit me up because I had music heavy on my heart at that time. Mind you, I produce my own stuff. I my my son produces. My son is my son is one of the illest producers y'all gonna hear when he, when he really really comes out. And, and his he's already got um production credentials on different streaming platforms. Look out for OMG Chris. He used to go by the name Thomas, and he produced my last joint. Never gonna lie, we've been cooking. Stan is dope with it. Stan hit me up, and he was like, "I want to work with you." Stan just produced Papoose's new single, which came out Friday with uh Jim Jones. It's called making plays. The joint is crazy. So when you guys hear what me and Stan the Man is doing, is gonna are gonna do is gonna blow you away.
is gonna is gonna blow you away. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking forward to that because it's so long overdue. I haven't worked with Stan in quite a few years now. Very long overdue. So I've I've set this trajectory um for myself for the next eight months to really get it popping. Like I am not playing and I really I want a lot of y'all. I want a lot of y'all to put your best foot forward in life. And the problem is we get so distracted. We just, we get distracted with work. We get distracted with our kids. We get distracted with depression. Huh. The, have you looked at the depression numbers? I'm not even going to tell you, tell it to y'all. I'm going to let y'all Google it to see how 2022 ended with the numbers of depression in the United States, the black community alone. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. And, and this is right now to anybody listening to me, to the show right now that has dealt with depression. If you need, if you need somebody, give me a call, email me, uh, uh, text me. If you got my number, hit me in a DM. Let's talk. I, I will, I will push Tom aside to talk to you because I don't want to see None of y'all basking in your depression. I don't want to see you fall deep into your depression. God forbid, I don't want you to commit suicide. The suicide numbers is wild right now. We all need something sometimes. I think sometimes what we need, we don't, we don't, we don't understand it or we don't see it. It might take an outsider to really outline that for us. I hope you be, I'll be that outline for you because I'm the type of person, if I was in your shoes and your position, I would want you to do that for me. And life ain't easy. Look, I don't, I don't, I wake up, yeah, I wake up motivated every day. I don't wake up every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do that. I have my days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, I got my days where I don't want to do nothing. I got my days I don't want to get out of bed. Um, I don't, I got my days where I don't want to quote unquote people. I got my days where I feel very unmotivated. I don't feel strong every day. I don't. So when we feel like this, we need to realize it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to allow somebody to help us. That's how we need to be 2023. In 2023, we need to either help somebody or allow somebody to be helped if we need that. Now, some of us function every day where we're fully functional. We don't need that. And I think that's great. I think it's great to come to a point in life where you are strong enough for yourself and for everybody around you. You have to bridge that gap. There's a bridge of gap. There's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a gap that needs to be bridged and strength needs to go along that that bridge. And sometimes the people around you are not strong enough to do it. It may drain you to supply that strength to your whole household. It may drain you to supply that strength to, to your coworkers. It may, it may drain you. You might have to supply that strength to your parents. Your parents might be older. You might have to supply that strength to them, but you have to do it. If they did it for you, why not do it for them? You can't be selfish. If you, if you have the capability to help people walk through what they're going through and you don't, you are a selfish person. Now, Helping them might take away from you or might take away from the people around you. I get that if you are not able to do that. I get that if you don't want to do it, if you don't have it in you. I get that part. I totally get that part. But if you do have it in you and you're able to do that for these people and it's not costing you no money, it might take you an hour out your day. It might take you maybe one day out your weekend where you still can get everything done that you have to the next day. Then why not do it for these people? Why be selfish? Why be selfish? If, if if Superman was a real person and he saw a whole country in fire, he didn't go over there to put it out. That's selfish. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all, some some of y'all men are Superman and you hide your cape every day. Some of y'all men are Superman and you don't realize that you have that cape behind you and you just overlooking it every day. Take off, hit the clouds and do what you got to do. Get it popping. We need to be there for each other in 2023. That, that's the narrative that I'm trying to push. One of the narratives I'm trying to push in 2023, because 2022 ended with a lot of hate. It it ended very, in my opinion, it ended hateful. It um a lot of people did a lot of manipulation. There's a lot of cap on the internet. I don't like it. I don't like these skit videos that hit the internet. I don't like the skit videos of people putting stuff out. And 
everybody thinking it's real and y'all reposting it, it's 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 doing a lot of damage to the psyche. And the thing is, y'all don't see that because ha ah, it's funny. It, I me honestly, I have a problem when I watch a video and I can't figure out if it's real or if it's fake. I can't it, like I don't like that. Don't deceive me for likes. Don't deceive me for reposts. Don't deceive me for a download. I don't think that's fair to people. And I, you know, I'm I'm not hate, I'm not a hater, man. A lot of these people are monetizing this and they're getting their money. They feeding their families off of that. I'd rather somebody feed their family off a skip video that's fake than be out on the corner selling drugs or robbing people, stealing for it. <clears throat> I'd rather see a woman making these skip videos than be out there sleeping with men for money. But at a certain point, we have to understand it's doing a lot of damage to us mentally as a people. And a lot of people are starting to interact differently because of the strength of these videos that we're watching. I might sound corny to y'all, but I'm a realist. Sometimes being a realist in the room ain't the coolest one in the room. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm a cool dude. Don't get, don't get it twisted. I'm a cool dude. People rock with the boy. But at a certain point, somebody has to say it. Somebody has to say it. Somebody has to keep it real. And somebody has to really put the positive energy out there. Maybe the positive energy might beat the negative energy. It might beat the weird energy. There's a lot of weird energy. That weird energy is sitting right in the middle of the weirdness and the negativity. It is. that I mean, between a negativity and a positivity, that weirdness is sitting in the middle of it. What are we going to do to break that wall down? Let's break that wall down. Let's do that. Cheers, the boy product, Life of Product Podcast, episode 87, all week 2023. And shouts out to everybody that's been supporting the show. Um, Shouts out to everybody that's reposted the show. The P- Yo, I'm, I'm checking my analytic numbers and more states and cities picked it up. Um, more and more countries have picked it up. I rock with y'all. Rest in peace to my boy, Big Cat Richard Parker. I'm out, baby. Yeah.